Welcome to our first ever Wednesday edition of Fin for Yourself Friday. Releasing this episode on Wednesday because today's podcast is all about the UND NDSU football game happening Saturday in Grand Forks, North Dakota at the Alaris Center. It's the first time NDSU has come north to Grand Forks since before I was in college, which if you're playing along at home is about 18 years ago. I'm exceedingly excited, so I brought my brother-in-law on the podcast today, Micah, who went to school at NDSU. Micah and I don't really break down the game as much as much as we talk about things tangential to the football game, like the appropriate way to tailgate, the appropriate way to tailgate in Grand Forks, our favorite restaurants in Grand Forks, we answer listener questions, and I would like to give you guys an update that I got authorization to order in Red Pepper, my favorite restaurant in the be- and the best restaurant in the Red River Valley via the Gold Belly app for Saturday's football game. So come Saturday afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern time, that's two o'clock for my friends in the central time zone, I'm going to be devouring a whole everything grinder, absolutely doused in white sauce from Red Pepper. I will catch you guys on the other side of our intro song. And of course, as always, Go Fighting Hawks! Okay, and welcome to another episode of Fend for Yourself Friday. This week on the podcast, we are honored to have my brother-in-law, Micah. Micah, how are you today? I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm extremely excited to be here, James. Well, we're happy to have you. Um, to be honest with folks, we're actually taping this on a Tuesday night. I know I always say it's Friday. Actually, I never say that because I can't edit the podcast and create it the same day that I release it. It's not really doable for a person who doesn't do this full time. That's not the important part. The important part is we're releasing it probably on Thursday this week. Because it's a very special podcast, once again, because we're discussing the UND versus NDSU football game. Mike, are you excited? Absolutely. Very excited. This is something that uh, I was robbed of my entire collegiate career until the last year. So uh, it's good to have it back, and it's, it's good to have the rivalry there again. I couldn't agree with you more. I'm excited. I think that as we go forward, UND is going to have more of a fighting chance against NDSU. NDSU has been... Unfortunately for me, significantly better the last two years. That is what it is. It hurts my feelings, but um, my feelings are not important in this matter, except for to me and my blood relatives who listen to this podcast. Anyway, when you were at it, when were you at NDSU? Uh, so I was there uh, from 2010 until 2016. I, what do you uh, like? Oh. Go ahead. I. Uh, uh, went to undergrad and then I finished my uh, doctorate degree uh, in pharmacy. So um, went there the entire collegiate career and got out in the shortest time I could at six years. Yeah, six years seems like a pretty fast time to become a doctor of pharmacy. It uh, it was it was the quickest time and now uh, they have lengthened that to where I think minimum now is seven. Uh, most schools are eight, um, just like any other type of uh, doctorate now. It seems like an important enough job where I think a little bit of extra schooling is probably the right answer. But good for me. I'm not paying for it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. When you were at NDSU, did any buildings collapse? <laughs> Maybe they did. Uh, 
leading up, so it was spring of 2010. So I was there fall of 2010. So right before I was there, the flood uh, happened uh, pretty big, and that caused a little bit of uh, ground to shift away, and an entire side of a building just fell off. And nobody got hurt, right? Correct. It was. Uh, it happened during spring ba- break, so uh, no one was actually like really on campus. That's very good because it wouldn't have been funny at all if somebody got hurt. Obviously. Yeah. No. So now we're going to talk about Fargo for a second. I'm going to need you to defend your city. Why does Fargo think that it needs to have a 55 mile an hour speed limit? Uh, to to be quite honest, uh, it's it's probably because it really wants to just be part of Minnesota at this point. Uh, <laughs> probably the best answer i can give it wants to be annexed well that's fair that's a good enough answer for me so during your time at ndsu did anything exciting happen did you meet anybody make any friends absolutely met uh, a ton of life friends that uh we've shared uh weddings they've been in mine i've been in theirs and then i was lucky enough to meet my wife uh there she was a year behind me in pharmacy school and uh, was introduced by the best man at my wedding. And uh, we are coming up here on uh, two years, coming uh, mid-October. That's right. I was at your wedding. I was there. You were. You you saved the day in more ways than one. I definitely got your brother-in-law the right color of shoes. <laughs> Considering he couldn't, he couldn't listen to, to what the color brown was, yes, it, it helped out a lot that you drove all the way to town. To, to grab him a belt and shoes. Well, that was an easy enough thing to do. Now that we've discussed your first couple of years at college and who you met there, we're going to take a quick break. Or I'm going to put a transition in because I'm fancy. And we're going to get right in to UND versus NDSU rivalry talk. Love it. When it comes to rivalries, I'm going to be honest with you. Some people go way, way overboard. There's people yelling at each other. There's fights in the parking lot. There's people acting like buffoons. Do you hate UND, Micah? I I don't, no. Uh, I will be honest. I love to be able to give you some banter uh, when UND and NDSU get to play. But no, uh, uh, since NDSU doesn't have a hockey team, I will 100% always root for North Dakota. Um, but when it comes to UND going it up against NDSU, then yeah, we're, we're not friends then. Uh, and that's the way I think sports are, are meant to be played is you have the, your friends that uh, you can talk with off the field, but as soon as you cross that line, it, uh, it changes. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I completely sports hate NDSU during the week we play NDSU. And after that's over, there's no other malice. I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want to see people, specifically adults, yelling at each other in the parking lot, acting like buffoons. <laughs> it, makes, it makes me very sad. You guys live in the same state. We don't need anybody getting into a fight in the parking lot. Agreed. Actually, we went to the UND versus James Madison football game in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Okay. Sort of amazing that Harrisonburg is a college town that is devoid of bars in any way. And UND loses, and we're leaving. So, like, people are yelling at us a little bit, but one specific guy gets in my face and yells, have fun flying back to North Dakota. To which I responded, well, we live in Leesburg, which is literally, like, two hours away. (laughs) So so then he screams back, have a nice drive back in the dark. 
To which I responded, no, we got a hotel. We're going to the hotel. And then he just yelled, well, you lost. (laughs) I mean, sure, we did, but also, bad job by you, bud. I mean, yeah, you kind of took his thunder there twice. Really really took his troll ability away, and that made me feel good. What what do people get out of that, you think? Where where they didn't have anything to do with the actions that took place in the field and just have that sense of malice. I don't know. It, uh, it, uh, it's always kind of surprised me. It's a lot of false bravado. We had that when we went to the UND versus... I guess we lost to Michigan that time in the Frozen Four. We're walking into the stadium. And, and some guy yells at Steve and I, you suck. And I just looked at him. I said, but I don't play. I'm not on the team. Yeah. I'm not going to fight with you. We're just, we're just going to go to the game. And we have tickets. And apparently you don't. So have a great day. <laughs> apparently you don't. That's good. Yeah, so, I know. For within, When it comes to sports, uh betting betting drinks uh on like uh, over-unders or touchdowns is always fun um giving some crap here and there is always great but no no ill will ever wished upon uh und in any way yeah same for ndsu i would like us to win but i i want everybody to have a fun time and nobody to get hurt i just hope both teams have a lot of fun just that my team has slightly more fun it's always fair i guess yeah so speaking of all this rivalry talk, do you consider UND NDSU his biggest rival? Oh, see, just because of the fact that they took it away for so long with NDSU making the jump from uh, D2 to D1, like just a, a couple of years before UND, it, it's going to have to come back. Because at this point now, NDSU has had just so many bigger rivals that have come up year after year at like in the playoffs and the championship games. So uh, I, I don't know if UND, UND will always be the rival because it's in state. It's who's the best team in North Dakota. But to be honest, no, I think people would look at like SDSU or even James Madison as, as the teams that are the big weeks now. See, I, now I think I have to cheer for NDSU if they play James Madison again. I didn't appreciate their snide behavior there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say UND's biggest rival is Minnesota or Wisconsin. There, there are a lot bigger schools than SDSU and, and James Madison, a lot more important schools. Um, it's really nice when, when we beat Big Ten schools regularly in hockey. So yeah, I, I kind of agree. NDSU yep, is a, a second-tier rival. Yep, absolutely, second-tier. But top of the second-tier. I mean, you got to be the cream of the crop somewhere, right? Oh, I was being totally disingenuous. No, NDSU is definitely our biggest rival. It's the one team that I want us to beat. (laughs) And I don't care if it is every other game. I'm going to be honest with you. One in ten or whatever, as long as it's against SU? I would take it any day of the week. I don't play, so I understand that that's probably not a popular opinion amongst the players. But I I can't imagine any players listening to this podcast. Could you imagine if NDSU had a hockey team of how much more fun that would be? It, Moorhead almost got one a few years ago. We were cheering yeah. for it. We would like it to happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's just very expensive. Very, very expensive. I suppose. That's why we lost our women's hockey team. I don't want to talk about it. Don't get me started. Yeah. And I suppose, it, I mean, what What was it? You guys had to pay a whole dollar for your stadium? I know, but it hurt my feelings. We got rid of women's hockey. Moving on. I can't go down that road. It'll take too long. Give me your dream tailgate. If you're going to the game, are you going to the game? 
I am not, no. Tickets are going for over $100. Yeah, that, that blows my mind. Oh, if I was in the greater Grand Forks, I would buy it without even blinking. It wouldn't even be a question. I would absolutely pay for it. Uh, or, I don't. I would just bum a ticket off Ferguson's probably, but that's a different story. That's fair. I, I don't know. I have a tough time shelling out that money to go back and to see NDSU just because of the fact that I was so used to being able to watch every game for free. I, I, barely, I really took it for granted, and I think it spoiled me. But uh, uh, to back to your question, the, the perfect tailgate. Yes, dream tailgate. Nice transition, Micah. Yeah. Uh, it would have to be, honestly be you get up early in the morning because kickoff uh, is usually – it's either the 11 a.m. slot or the 1 p.m. slot. Oh, we're talking Dream Tailgate for this specific game. Oh. In Grand Forks okay. on Saturday. Yep. Okay. So it's this Saturday. We're in Grand Forks. We unfortunately don't have the turf. So we're getting up early. We got to get a spot. Uh, loading up. Making sure that we have the portable grill. Maybe if you are with someone who is used to tailgating and has a pickup, they've got the uh, space heater in the back that we can set up. And then it's, it's a healthy diet of uh, ice cold refreshments with maybe a bratwurst or a hamburger. Um, but mostly, mostly adult beverages, barley pop. And you just, no, go for it. I respect that, but I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Really? Here's why. All right. I have tailgated at the Alaris Center probably a couple of dozen times, and there's the problem with it. It's never not windy. It doesn't matter. It's too windy to be out there. Your plates are blowing all over the place. You didn't think you need to wear a winter hat, but now you wish you had a winter hat. Or you brought this sweatshirt, and now it's too hot. There's no regulating your heat. And then once the game starts, or it's hard for somebody who's not a professional tailgater to know when to start packing things away to get into the game. See, that's, that's the whole culture then. That's what's wrong with UND football. They, you're so out of touch of knowing how to tailgate because that's a very important part of game day. So, so perfection. Wow. Continue, continue. I mean, a, a perfect tailgate day as far as NDSU Bison goes, is you get up, you immediately go to the turf, and you grab a mug of beer for $3.50, and you get to keep the mug. I don't know how they stay in business with that, but it's great. You walk up to the Fargo Dome, meander through all of the people who are season ticket holders that are handing out free Bison chili or free whole hog and alligator from Louisiana and barbecued that. So that was awesome. And 20 minutes before kickoff, you stumble into the Fargo dome and scream your lungs out. So I like that. And I respect that, but I will tell you this, the Fargo dome is set up with trees so much better than the Alaris center is. There is no windbreak at the Alaris center. So what a guy, what a guy does in Grand Forks, you wake up in the morning, you do what you got to do, you hit the red pepper at 11 a.m., you get yourself three soft-shell Snyders, two cheese tostadas, whole everything grinder, 
and a cup of milk. You take that down. Yep. You drive over to the Alaris Center. You wave at all the people standing outside, wish them well, talk to some friends. Then you walk into the Alaris Center. You walk past the ticket takers and you go to the Canadians where you can sit in pure warmth. I have no idea what adult beverages there cost, but I promise it's not very much. You're sitting in the warm. You're getting Miley Cyrus playing on the uh, jukebox. Whatever you want to play besides that is up to you. I'm going to keep running Miley back over and over again. And then 20 minutes before game time, you sneak into the Alaris Center. All it's, right, yeah. And there's also gambling in there. You can also play blackjack in the Alaris in Canadian. So it sounds to me like there's a lot of stuff that you can do that distracts you from the football, which is fair. I mean, I guess you would you would kind of need that at times, depending on the team that you decide to root for. It's hurtful, but it's true. <laughs> so, so speaking of tailgating and all that stuff, after the game, no matter what happens, you got you got to have places to eat. And I'm going to say it. Grand Forks has superior ref- restaurants to Fargo. Give me a rundown. How many places in Grand Forks are you picking before you pick a place in Fargo? Yeah. So I thought about this. And I mean, your number one go-to spot in, in Fargo would have to be Vinyl Taco. Which we, have in, which we have in Grand Forks. Yep. Or the Turf. Um, we don't have that. Yeah. But... You're definitely right. Uh, somehow the food just tastes better at Grand Forks. So not in any particular order. It would have to be uh, the Red Pepper, Parrot's K, and the OG Rhombus Guys. Those are all three fair. Just for a quick second, you talk about your Parrot's K streak where you ate there like six days in a row. Yeah, out of a, out of a, a seven-day week. Uh, the only day I skipped was Wednesday because, if I remember correctly, there were no specials on Wednesdays. Um, and, yeah, I went there for Monday, Tuesday, skipped Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and finished it off with a, a quick supper Sunday at the Parrot's K while I was with you for a summer. And uh, every single order was the same. It was the Pound of Wings, uh, Shark 16s, if I remember, and a pitcher of Coors Light. <laughs> it's an amazing, it's an amazing week. It's an amazing, it's an amazing week. Um, I have to agree with that. I would also add in their Speedway. Okay. Which is also a delicious, a delicious restaurant. The thing about Grand Forks is it has a few more locally grown restaurants. Now Fargo has a lot too, but the ones in Grand Forks are a little bit, a little bit grittier, a little bit more. I don't like the term old school, but they're sort of, they are more old school. They're very, very affordable. Yes. I mean, when you introduced me to the, the garbage plate at Red oh. Pepper, that, uh, that was a game changer. Some of the coolest I've ever felt is when the cool girl from my psych class before I met your sister knew my order when I walked into Red Pepper. Really? She was way too cool for me. and But she remembered my order and I've never, I've rarely felt that cool in my entire life <laughs> so before we fall too far down into the restaurant rabbit hole which we're probably going to go down later just give me a quick rundown of the different apartments or rentals you lived in in Fargo because you had some doozies Micah there was a blue house that I'm not sure can, is still standing it is it was actually on the the news uh, 
uh, four, three and a half years ago, because um, there was a, a domestic disturbance that happened there. I never got the full story, but that's um, enough. <laughs> Keep it moving. Okay. Well, no. Uh, but yeah, so I lived in the dorms freshman year. The uh, college campus apartments my sophomore year, which were very nice. Oh, those were nice. Yes. And then uh, I found Big Blue, uh, and it's not up to code. It was a single family home that was re renovated into a triplex. And. My bedroom door had its own bathroom that it led to directly outside. So it was a mudroom originally that was refurbished into somehow making a bathroom. And let's just say it, it, it definitely didn't meet any qualifications of uh, a shower or anything. But it worked. Your sister, was, your sister wasn't impressed. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, definitely not. All right. Well, that's and, fair enough. Uh, oh, I mostly just wanted to hear about Big Blue. Is there anything else that Big Beats Blue? That Bigs beat that beats Big Blue. So I don't know if you ever saw the last house that I lived at, uh, with the pharmacy guys, and that was it. Uh, it it didn't seal, so none of the doors or windows sealed. Oh, so... I did go in that one. You were in a basement, weren't you? Yeah. So it and and we didn't like to pay for heat. So it it got to 48 degrees any given night uh, during the winter, and it was cold. How poor were you guys? I mean, we were college kids. Uh, I didn't get to control the bills. So if it were up to me, I would have cranked it up to 90, and we just would have paid it. But uh, the people who controlled that did not want to pay that. They enjoyed, preferred the $10 split, you know, between six guys. So... It is what it is. It toughened me up, and I don't know. It uh, we survived. I, I did enjoy your your pharmacy friends when we were at your bachelor party. They were they were very nice. I enjoyed them. They are good people. So now are we ready for game time talk. I'm ready for game time talk. Okay, we're gonna go into a transition again where I put in a fun song before we get into the football game. Now talking about the football game. Have you ever seen When We Were Kings, the PBS special? I did not. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was about the rivalry like through the years and sort of fading out into the early 2000s. The old pictures of Memorial Stadium in Grand Forks really bring back some great memories of being really cold, both at my dad's track meets and at a few UND football games. All right. So it's literally just a documentary about the entire history of NDSU versus UND. It mostly focuses on like the last, well, when I say last, I'll say last 25 years. But when I say the last, I mean like from 1975, maybe up to like 2000-ish in that era. Okay. It's available on YouTube. Just type in When We Were Kings. Pops up right away on Google. It's on YouTube. It's basically must-watch TV. I'm probably going to watch it tomorrow when I'm at home doing nothing. It's one of the one of the best documentaries I've ever seen about local sports. Not that I've seen that many. All right. Also, back in the day, in this same time, TBS did a, a like a football in America special, and they featured the UND NDSU rivalry. Really, it was very cool because 
one of the games UND won, and then one of the games NDSU won in the playoffs. But I, I can't remember which ones it was because it was a long time ago, and I was just a small boy. <laughs> All right, so just talk about the game time here. Have you ever been to a UND NDSU game? One. I was there my final year of uh, college. Yes. In 2015. I think it was 2015. Might have been 2016. I think it was 2015. Yeah. Because you graduated in 2016, as you told me off air, the yes. s- the fall would have been 15. Yes. And, and I'm, right ge- I'm guessing SU won pretty handily. Uh, we left at halftime. Yeah. I, if, if I remember correctly, it was 42 to nothing, but I could be completely wrong. That's fine. I'm not going to fact check you. So I've been to two games that I can remember. Now, I don't, I don't think we ever went to the games when I was younger than that because normally I believe they were the last game of the year. And that was either during deer hunting or way too cold. Or okay. we just didn't go, which is totally fine too. So the, the first game I was at was in 2001. The two things I remember from this game. Well, 2001 is UND's uh, national championship year in, in Division, Division Two football. UND wins the game versus NDSU at the Alara Center, sitting with JJ and Jordy. The, the best part of the game by far, though, was at the coin toss, because we're in the UND, we're basically in the UND parents section. Uh, yeah, the UND fan yells at the NDSU team, that's the only thing you're going to win today. Great thing to yell, very funny. So we get to halftime, and the halftime show is sponsored by Subway. And it's a Subway 12-inch foot or 12 12 inch foot long sandwich eating contest to see who can eat a cold cut classic fastest a und student or an ndsu student so they get these like it was amazing is everything i could possibly want and more like people like to drink beer really fast and you're very good at that it's 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 something to see but watching like adults try and shove a submarine sandwich down their throat as fast as they can is, is a whole other level of comedy. All so, for probably a, a rubber football and a t-shirt. That's exactly what it was for. If there was even a, even maybe it was for like 12 subway. Remember when they used to do the little subway stamps? I'd like to think it was for that, but it was probably a rubber football. So, so they're shoving these sandwiches into their mouth and the NDSU fan beats the UND fan. So I stand up and yell, Besides the coin toss, these are the only two things you're going to win today. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever yelled at a sporting event. It was absolutely hilarious. All of our friends laughed. The person who yelled at the coin toss laughed. It was basically the only thing I remember about the game besides the fact that UND won. <laughs> was the Subway halftime sandwich eat-off. Like, I was pretty into the game. So I also got to go to the last game before NDSU went to whatever we are now, FCS, Football Championship Subdivision. It used to be called 1AA. But Correct. I get a phone call in the morning. Our neighbors across the street have two extra tickets. Do you guys want to go? It's a hard yes from us, so my dad and I go. In, in this matchup, I believe... NDSU was in a lot of trouble from the beginning. They had beaten Montana, but based on some weird like NCAA rules, NDSU's win against Montana meant less in the playoff rankings than UND's win over Crookston. 
because they didn't have a common opponent for Montana. Um, it seems like there should be some logic added in there, but there wasn't because it's the NCAA. Yep. So I believe NDSU has to win or they're eliminated, and UND is in no matter what. Back and forth the entire game, it goes to overtime. Now, there is the Lair Center is absolutely packed. It's as loud as any place I've ever been in my entire life. In overtime, UND scores. And at that time, we actually knew UND's quarterback because they went to a sports, like a sports acceleration program, and he was one of the coaches there, or his girlfriend was. So, like, we actually knew him. Not that that's important. But we, we really wanted UND to win. We had skin in the game, at least as far as we were concerned. <laughs> Fourth and one. NDSU needs to convert the first down. Sweet play. UND stuffs it. And that's where that famous photo of the UND players running to the trophy to lift it. That's where that picture comes from. Is really? that fourth and one play the last time they played the game? Unbelievable. There's an article in the Herald right now about it. It's, I still get chills. I'll never forget it. I suppose that is coming up on uh, 20 years here in uh, about a year and a half then, right? Don't say hurtful things. It's the last time I felt joy. <laughs> Okay. Well, UND NDSU football joy. I've had lots of joy since then, just not in that specific, that specific era. And that was the last time that they played for the Nickel Trophy. It was really, it was really honestly, it was a great, it was a great trophy to play for. We actually have a few questions about the Nickel Trophy. Actually, you asked the same question that listener Katie asked: Why is it a nickel? Well, basically, there was a nickel issued by the U.S. government, and I really hope I'm right on this. I'm reading it right now. And basically, this specific nickel, there's a certain year that it comes from, and I, 1937. Yep, it's a mint date of 1937. Half of it is a Native American, and the other half is a bison. So it just made sense. It weighed 75 pounds, and that's why they, they played for the nickel trophy. Wow. It's basically a larger version of a 1937 nickel. Very, right, very hey. cool. Count I mean, it is, them. It's much cooler than, you know, like I said earlier, like a bushel of Durham or something like that. Also, also a listener, or at least commenter on Facebook, Bryce asked, I hope he listens. Bryce, I hope you're here. You're a big NDSU fan, and I, I respect that out of you. I prefer you were a UND fan, but it's, it's your life, your choice. And if you want to cheer for NDSU, that's up to you, my friend. He asked, is there a better trophy? He's basically saying, can they make a better trophy? And I don't, I don't know that they can. So now that we've talked about the trophy and the game a little bit, we'll get to the, the, this next game coming up, the previous games we talked about. Do you have a favorite UND-NDSU highlight? Anything you remember that sticks out specifically for you? Unfortunately, no. The biggest thing that you ask about NDSU-UND turns to, to the basketball game that I got to watch when I was in college. And it's actually of a UND guy throwing down an absolute monster dunk. And that being the very last highlight of anything in the game for UND. It became then a massacre right after that. Yeah, we had some tough losses to UND in basketball a couple of years. I was at one not so very long ago when UND beat ND. Well, it's been a long time ago now. Like almost 10 years. But that, they, they are a lot of fun. The UND and NDSU basketball games are, are fun all the way around. And when they used to play them at the smaller arenas, when they used to be at the Hislop and Grand Forks, it was insane. Specifically the women's games, 
because the women were playing like to go to the, the actual national championship numerous times. It took UND almost a decade to finally climb the mountain and beat NDSU, and they were incredibly exciting. Nice. Now, the most exciting one I remember personally is Jim Kleinsasser running away from NDSU's defensive backs. The first year the Alaris Center is open, they run a play that was a pass. I don't remember. All I remember about the pass, and I've seen it a million times, is Saucer, who went on to play for the Vikings for years, running away from the NDSU defensive backs. We're talking he's putting 10 yards between him and them. Look it up. It might hurt your feelings. It might not, because I'm not even sure you were alive when it happened. I probably wasn't, but I mean, it's, it's Saucer. He's a man amongst boys. Yeah, there was no disrespect for him. We've got a Saucer question coming, coming up a little bit later. Now we'll move into the game UND versus NDSU this week. NDSU is a 10.5 point favorite on the road at the Alaris Center. That's a lot of points. I love it. I'm going to be honest, though. It's probably the right number of points. Do you have any predictions for this week's game? See, college football is tough with the over-unders. I'm going to actually think that it's going to be, you know, 20, 22 and that just because of the fact that I think once it starts slipping, it's going to go away really quick. Cause I think UND is going to have to put it in the air a lot more. And I, I don't think that's going to be a good idea. So I think it's going to be right. I don't think unfortunately that UND is going to win. I will be exceedingly happy if they do win. I don't, I'm not sure that we can handle NDSU's offensive line. The same thing that happened in the spring, I'm afraid, will happen again in the fall. Now, and UND players, if you're listening, please prove me wrong. Nothing would make me happier than for us to beat NDSU. But I'm, I'm afraid NDSU is just going to be too big up front. I do think the line is close, though, because I think at some point UND will score points late to bring it closer. That's what happened in 2015, actually, when UND miraculously covered the spread in that game as they scored points late to cover. And I do think UND can put points on the board against NDSU. I'm just afraid they can't stop the run. Right. It broke my heart in March when they couldn't stop the run, and I'm afraid it might happen again. <laughs> That's basically all I know about the, per- about the current game, though. Yeah, same. I, I have done a very poor job of, of keeping up to date. So, Are you going to watch? I will do my best to watch, yes. Uh, it all depends. Uh, luckily, Danny and I are expecting our first child so congratulations thank you so it all kind of depends if danny would like to uh try and hit up like an apple orchard because it is now apple orchard dash uh pumpkin season so that may be taking my saturday afternoon up but we'll see we're gonna move on to some fun stuff and actually just one fun thing mostly a question directed specifically for towards you which game of thrones house do you think NDSU is. So I'd have to probably say. Uh, how much? How much time did you spend on this question? Uh, Forty-five minutes. It sounds right. Uh, and I would honestly have to give it to House Tarlay. Oh, uh, so, I was going to pick this. I love this. Go ahead, please. Yeah. Here. Uh, so because of the fact that uh, yes, I get it. We are not. Uh, FBS, we're not bowl eligible, but but we're still a, a house of nobility. So just like with the Tarleys, they are proud house, 
they notable. They are the right hand house to um, the Tyrells, at least at the end of the um, show. So I would have to say that they are they're up there. They're important. And just like Sam, they're they're the good guys. They're they're never gonna be the the ones that you can really hate and like yourself for hating. Oh, so the Tarleys that go on the good side, not the bad Tarleys, not the dad Tarley. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, so obviously, I'm I I would have to view myself in in the Sam category. Like, I know I'm not the Batman of football or sports or schools, but I'm definitely up there with like Robin or at least a Nightwing. All right, fair enough. I really wanted to get that question for you before before we got to listener questions. Uh, then we're going to kind of go fast on these because we're running at about forty minutes right now, but that's okay. It's a it's a big game. People want to listen, and if they don't, they can just fast forward or turn it off. It's up to them. Absolutely. Listener questions. First listener question from listener question Max or listener Max. Better town town slash college scene. Now, here's right. the thing about Grand Forks. Grand Forks has Joe Blacks. Yep. And Joe Blacks is undeniably the best bar in North Dakota. If you're in college, yes. It's basically, a, at least last time I was doing it, it's just Joe Blacks. What, is, what does Fargo have to offer? We've got the turf, and then we've got downtown, which has the plethora of the OB and Fort Knox, and now they've got a couple of new ones that I've heard are great. Uh, honestly, College Town, I'd have to give the edge though to to Grand Forks. If if you're looking for like the typical college party city, you go to you go to Grand Forks. If you're looking for more of a a small town kid, then you go to Fargo. I would have to agree with you. Grand Forks is, is definitely more collegiate, a more collegiate town. It's more Grand or UND is a lot bigger part, at least population wise, of Grand Forks than NDSU is of Fargo. There's also several other colleges that in the Fargo Moorhead area. So I think UND does get the nod there by a little bit, but I respect Fargo's scene. Fargo's scene is just so spread out to different parts of town as well. Yep. So here's one from listener Steve. We're gonna we're gonna save Steve's. We we got a couple of them here. From we're gonna go to Jeremy first. And and Jeremy asks, can NDSU ever have a cooler player than Jim Klein Saucer? Uh, it was will be to be decided. Uh, if if Carson Wentz maybe can turn around. Uh, there's a lot of big Carson Wentz fans all over the nation, so. His career isn't over yet, so to be decided. See, I would say Phil Hansen would be NDSU's hat to hang on. Now, I'm not saying good. I'm just saying cool. And, oh, and Phil Hansen was a, was a lineman for the Bills in the yeah, early 90s. Defensive lineman, wasn't he? Yeah, he was very cool. So I would yeah. say Jim Kleinsaucer and, and Phil Hansen could have a cool off. And I'm not sure who I would. I would pick Kleinsaucer because I remember him running away and he was on the Vikings. But there's you'll you'll get no hate from me on Phil Hansen. Yeah, so I would say it's probably a tie. I, I really can't pick a cooler person. That's fair. I he agree. also asked about most memorable game, and I, I for me it's the two thousand in two thousand three game, and it's it's not close. There are lots of older games, but for me that's that's the one. 
And you left at halftime, so you don't get the pick. All right, that's fair. <laughs> okay. We have one from listener T. And, and he wants to know, do football fans in North Dakota want NDSU to go to the Mountain West? Or is that just the Fargo media? Uh, I would have to only answer off of my own of no, uh, we're doing just fine uh, where we're at. So I would have to say personally, no. But then again, I've also been outside of the culture now for too long. I'm going to say it. It would be a huge mistake. They fill the Fargo Dome the way it is now. People are excited in Fargo. The Fargo Dome appears to be rocking. I actually went to one game with my dad on one of the darkest days. It's when I took the GRE, which is the graduate entrance exam. I'll tell you what, I wasn't prepared. (laughs) Did not go well. The GRE is a dynamic test. So the more answers you get right, the harder the questions get. Yep. I think the last question I got was, name one of Christopher Columbus's ships. Ooh, that's not a lot of confidence builder. No, it wasn't good. That wasn't the question. Um, I can assure you it was not that. But it was like ninth grade math at the end. So that was a real down. That was a real downer. I had a lot of plans to go to maybe like Penn State to become a industrial and organizational psychologist. But it turns out people in that job need to be able to do math. Kids, don't neglect math. I'm going to put that. We'll leave it there. Don't feel bad for me, but don't neglect math. Went to the NDSU game after that. Honestly, it was a lot of fun. So hats off. Don't go up a division. I, I can't imagine the Fargo Dome will be nearly as rocking if NDSU is 5-5 five and five playing UNLV on a Saturday at 6.30 p.m. Agreed. And then fighting to try and make it into, I don't know, Hall Hard's sponsored bowl game. No, oh, it's not Hall Hard. No, that, I would love that. I would be honored if NDSU played in the, maybe the, well, what city did I put the Hall Hard Bowl in? Somewhere fun. Maybe like the Hall Hard Cheyenne Wyoming Bowl. I was going to say, yeah, Wyoming sounds good. Either that or uh, who was uh, your uh, barbecue sponsor of last week? On Brand Barbecue? Yeah. Yeah, on Brand Barbecue can definitely get in, get in with Hall Hard on the on the bowl. But yeah, I got to find a good place for it. Maybe in Bemidji. They have a beautiful stadium. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Stay where you are, NDSU. I was against them going up the first time. And I'll tell you what, I was wrong. Turns out 17-year-old James didn't know a lot about that. So bad call on me. <laughs> but I, I think it would be a mistake for them now. Agreed. Two more questions we got before we call it a day. This one's from listener Steve. If UND hockey played SU football in each sport, so what he's asking is if UND played hockey, played NDSU football in football, and then NDSU football played UND hockey in hockey, who wins? Gotta, it's got to be UND. I mean, I may sound like a traitor, uh, a Benedict Arnold in this, but hockey players are a different breed. They're just a different type of athlete. I just and... don't see how NDSU – yeah, I agree. Continue. Sorry, I cut you off. But I don't think they touch the puck. I don't think they know how to skate. That's like the biggest thing. 
and I'll tell you what, there's a, like, I can skate and I can skate in high school. And then there was kids who played like high school hockey and it was a whole other level. It was like walking and running. Yep. And these guys are drafted collegiate athletes going to play in the NHL. The, the difference here is, too, is that UND can shoe clock. Yep. They get 40 seconds after every play. Are they going to score an NDSU's defense? I would be extremely surprised if they did. I don't know they'd get a first down. But they can kneel it on every single play. Even if NDSU scores on every play or every other play, half, more than half the game is UND kneeling. Agreed. And I just don't see how NDSU could ever win a faceoff. And once UND has the puck, SU's not getting it back. And now people can say things like, oh, they could stand in front of the net. I, I guess maybe they could stand in front of the net. That might actually work. But also, I think they'd get pelted with the puck a lot and probably would stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we agree. I honestly think UND, I know if touchdowns are worth six and goals are worth one. If, if we made it more even and said each were worth three, a goal was worth three and a touchdown was worth three, UND would beat them by 25. And I still think they'd beat them if we're going six to one. Right. It sounds like you agree. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hockey is just a different type of sport. It's a different sport. Yeah, agreed. So I'm just going to check my questions one more time. I think I got them all because I fitted other questions in before like a pro. The last question from listener Jordy. This is a question after my own heart. With UND hockey at 6 p.m. and football taking two hours, or I'm sorry, football taking four hours starting at two, will UND be blowing out, and this is what he calls it, State College by enough that I can safely leave at halftime to go grab supper? And since we all know that's happening, where should I go to eat? (laughs) Well done by listener Jordy and by listener Steve. I I really didn't like the fact that Jordy calls NDSU State College. Yep. State college. <laughs> so let's let's go with Jordy. He leaves at halftime because UND's up by enough to safely leave. Where does he go for supper? Oh my. K. You gotta go to the K. So I respect I very much respect your answer. But I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong. All right. I love the Parrots K. I would basically do anything to get Parrots K wings delivered to my house on Saturday. It's not feasible, but I would love it if they could. You have to go to the Speedway. The geography of Grand Forks makes it so. The Alaris Center is literally less than a mile from the Speedway. The Ralph is less than a mile from the Speedway. You go... I'm not going to whistle anymore because it can't come through well on the podcast. But <laughs> you take a left on 42nd, you drive less than a mile, you pull into the Speedway. Now, Speedway has a bus to Ralph Engelstead Arena. Leave your car at the, at the Speedway. Enjoy yourself some delicious burgers. Speedway has amazing burgers, even better ribs. Make sure when you're doing the ribs, you get the rib sauce. One time I accidentally dumped A1 on my ribs, and that was a day ruiner. But you get yourself some ribs, you get yourself some crispy hash browns, you get yourself a side of chili, 
You get yourself their extremely affordable adult beverages. Mine would, of course, be Grain Belt. And you jump on that bus, or you make Jordy, I know, is a parking pass. So you make somebody else drive to the Ralph Ingolstead Arena and you enjoy the hockey game. All right. I mean, they, you know the place better than I do. I, you, have to, you have to respect, you know, knowledge and game. It'd be a different story if it was at SU. It, it definitely would. It's just the, by the time you go to the Parrots K and you run into the fact that you might not get a table, it, it, sometimes you can run into a really long lines, the Parrots K. Yep. You have to go the, to Speedway. Yep. Either that or the bouncer doesn't believe that your ID is real. That was in Jamestown. <laughs> and I'm still mad about that. <laughs> it's a Virginia ID and it's very real. But yeah, the answer to that question is definitely, definitely the Speedway. Love the Speedway. Honestly, I'd probably get a cheeseburger. Probably their double cheeseburger. Oh, their Speedway sauce. I could talk about Speedway sauce all day. We're running out of time, so I won't. But yes, Jordy, the answer is UND's up by enough to definitely go to Speedway. Micah, before you go, I need a, I need a, score, I need a score prediction. Uh, score prediction, uh, 34-10. NDSU, 34. UND, 10. Okay, I got it written down here. Are we, betting a, are we betting a uh, drink on this? Sure, we can do that for sure. All right. Uh, loser has to uh, send a snap of uh, a good old chug. You've got it, dude. All right. So my, my prediction, my heart is over my head here. UND, 31, State College, 26. Don't ask me to do the math on that. All right. I love it. No, there's going to be a safety somewhere there, and I love that. If UND is going to win, we need a big defensive play, and that's going to be a safety or SU misses an extra point. Come on, Fighting Hawks. We can do it. <laughs> All right. Any last words, Micah? No, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on and uh, hope to be able to be on a, a few more of these. This has been absolutely terrific. Anytime. You're a welcome guest. I will talk to you again soon. Sounds good.